Hello and welcome to Maximising Property Values podcast. I'm new to property series. These are episodes featuring someone who has been making money from property for the last, uh, for less than two years, or has no more than two properties that they make money from, or are still aspiring to make money from property. I believe that everyone has a valuable voice and that is why I am going out of the norms in our industry to talk to people who readily identify as not being experts. If you like this episode, please rate and review it on any of the major podcast platforms. Thank you. So I'm Patricia Ogan-Faber, a non-practicing solicitor who first became a landlord in 1986 and has been making money from property since then. Um, I now help other people create generational wealth and financial freedom by helping them maximise property values and also have a podcast series called Maximising Property Values, which you can find on the major podcast platforms. So that will be Apple, Spotify, Audible, etc. Enough about me because the guest today, my guest today is Virgil Nelson. Now, if you're not already following him, please do tap on his face and do follow him. Um, Thank you very much. So a bit about Virgil. He is a software engineer by trade from London, who has now moved up to Manchester, one of them being property. He is now working on his first project with ambitions to achieve big milestones in property. Amen in particular with large developments and by bringing major innovation into the sector. So Virgil, welcome very much to the Maximising Property Values podcast, the series I'm New to Property. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Now, you have already started your first project and you say that is in Manchester. Tell us about it. How did you find it? What is it? How is it going? You've got the floor. Right, okay. Um, yeah, so there's a lot that happened with this project. So I've, I started off by, well, I wanted to get into property for when I moved to, to Manchester, which was about three years ago. Um, but at that time, I didn't have... So I was trying to catch my breath. <laughs> I was running to get That's um, all right. That's connection. Great. Yeah, so um, by the time I didn't really have enough money, I tried to get a mentor and he, I think he was a, he was a developer and he kind of like told me to run through my like finances and he basically said, you're not really in a state to to get into, like for me to mentor you um, if I was to pay for that then it, would, it wouldn't really be worth my while. Um, so I saved and kind of got more, I got a higher paying job and stuff. So I uh, managed to save, yeah, some deposit money. So I was kind of ready. Um, and then got a um, another mentor, which is Jason. I know you probably know him. Um, so he kind of went through um, things with me and I was kind of um, been paying like as I go. Um, to have talks with him. Um, so then he kind of gave me pointers and tips and um, kind of what property to look for to kind of suit my strategy. Um, and yeah, and how to, uh, what yeah, what kind of prof- property 
kind of like uh, I guess be 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 of worth really. So kind of how to um, size up properties in terms of what could make me um, good enough income, etc. Um, so I was going on viewings um, basically. So I went down the normal route of just you know going to right move, um, doing viewings, and then I got um, an offer accepted on a property. Um, so it's a semi-detached property. Um, I put in two. It's funny how it happened because I put in um, offer for this property and another property, and I got turned down because for 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 the other ones. So there's one in Moston and Moston and the one I bought in Oldham. Um, so the one in Moston, um, the woman turned me down because I I think I offered over the asking price. Um, I think I offered about uh, maybe seven to ten k over the ask, asking price, and she said um, because she doesn't think that's the value of the property um, that the the mortgage company won't give me um, won't give won't, won't give me um, a mortgage for that amount. So she said that would probably cause problems, and she already had someone who. Um, put in an offer so she wanted to go with them so her experience showed because I got my offer accepted on the property I have now and that happened so the mortgage company didn't give me a mortgage for um, the amount I offered because I offered over as well um, for this for this property and so I managed to knock down um, the price with them so I negotiated to knock down the price um, but then I still had to borrow a bit of money, so um, Bank of Grandma came through for me, <laughs> and I borrowed some money um, from her as well, and then I completed on the property. Um, this is all because I still believe I could still make money even with going over um, the asking price. So it's a it's a um, yeah it's a free uh, bedroom property in Oldham, semi-detached. Um, I got a lot of my um, connects from Jason, so I got um, he passed me his broker um, and his solicitor. Um, so I went through the process with them. Um, so you know, always like looking into business, into property. I come across someone who uh, he works in London, but he specialises in uh, maximising property values, kind of like your podcast is called. Um, so yeah, he works with a company called Zenopoly, uh, and I really liked um, what he had to say. And I looked at his reviews; he got really good reviews. Um, so I've been working with him, and he's kind of given me advice on what could, um, what kind of changes could um, improve um, the property, um, and how to go and get planning permission. Um, so I've I've paid him um, some money to do some some drawings for me and to do the application. So we've got a few different um, designs that we're going to put forward to planning permission. Um, and then yeah, I'm, I'm basically planning to get those um, ch get those changes done. Um, and then I'm I think I'll be looking to sell. So that's oh, right. I'm at okay. The moment. So flip. Okay. So what what yeah. what changes are you actually thinking about uh, um, implementing? 
Um, well, yeah, he's he advised me that um, to in terms of planning permission to like basically um, kind of put everything near enough possible in there. And well, I think there's three different versions. We have ver one version which is like got everything in there, which possibly could get rejected, but you can still at least go for it in the hope that it would, because at least just having it there. Um, is something and then there's one bit more tailored down and then there's another one even more tailored down so we'll be putting forward three um but what i'm thinking of um has he has uh, he sorry to cut in has he looked at pd rights for you permitted development rights? yeah yeah so the first one is basically all in permitted development and then the second one is like slightly outside and then the third one is is is, is yeah it's not permitted it's, it's like big changes um so the first one is all permitted development and obviously because it's because it's permitted you don't um, really have to apply for it but um he's saying it's it's basically just safe to do so because i think there can be some small caveats where even when it's permitted um you can still have issues but um yeah yeah he's he's completely right there especially since you want to sell um yeah it's good to have that piece of paper from the from the local authority saying that, you know, your plans, if implemented as drawn, as submitted, it would fall within permitted development. Um, yeah. So that's actually good. OK, so so yeah. you're at this stage. Now, the other thing I was going to ask you when you were talking, I was just thinking when you were buying. So I heard that you offered more, you know, you offered above asking for the two properties that you were interested yeah. in did you yeah. work out the value of those properties before you offered on them yeah so um you know going through stuff with jason just told me generally that you know the um the way you can go about it is to look at properties of a similar um criteria that have sold um and, and base it on that um so that's what that's basically what i did um, I had uh, also got uh, property data as well, so that gave me even more information. Um, and I could see properties in the area um, which was, was selling for, for way over what I got it for. Um, I still think it's, it's a bit tricky because uh, no properties are exactly the same as yours. So even with when I had viewings, I kind of found it like, uh, well, what about this and what about that? It, it can it can kind of be a little bit tricky sometimes, but that's generally what I based it on. Um, there's some properties that are um, very close to me um, that are selling for a lot uh, more than I got it for, but they're on a really nice road. My road my road is nice, but that road is like pristine. And I think that kind of could make a difference. Um, but there's other road, there's other houses that are not on that road, a bit on a road maybe a bit more similar than mine, that are um, I think is more sensible to base it on. So I think even with what I've um, what I paid for, I could still make some profit. Wow! Yeah, it sounds yeah. like you you did everything right. Okay, great stuff. Um, so um, okay. So when, once you've done the works, you're going to sell it. So so what are your plans for the house? So it's what? It's a three-bed semi at the moment. So what are yeah. you going to turn it into? <clears throat> so I'm thinking to 
Um, I spent a lot of time thinking about the design. Um, I'm actually thinking of getting a garden designer to to design the garden because it's quite small. Um, so I think they will. Um, I because it's small. I want to kind of make the most of it. Um, so I think they've got some really good ideas. I've spoken to someone, so I think I would, um, yeah, get some designs from them. Um, so I would do that, probably like a seating area, or maybe a pergola or something. I'm, I'm going to try and best to keep it like on budget. I'll probably tile it and stuff like that. Um, I think what I definitely really need to do is do a um, an extension, a dormer extension. So that's something I kind of found out from this architect that i've been um speaking to didn't really know what they were before but yeah i think i'll do a dormer dormer extension to make it um a four bedroom um and yeah so the outside of outside i think will be a lot of landscaping there's a lot of area space to the side i was actually um inquiring about actually like building another house on the side um and that's one thing i noticed that's good about semi-detached because a lot of them have you know land um but i think it's just a bit too small a house could fit but there's like lighting and, and stuff lighting issues you know you can't block lighting and stuff like that there's things to consider those things to consider but i think i will pave half of it and make it um a place for cars to park so there'll be landscaping outside um with you know nice tiling i'll put some probably lighting um along the floor um and just around the property as well um i do a dormer extension um do some design to the garden as i said seat in there etc and then inside would just be um to to fully um refurb it really and i want to concentrate on interior design because i think people underestimate underestimate that i think that alone um can add a lot of value and if you want to go as far as get an interior design or just design it yourself but i think that alone can add a lot of value rather than structural changes oh wow do you know what you don't sound like you're new to property at all <laughs> a very <laughs> a very good mentor you've got so okay so you're going to do a dormer extension so that's a loft extension to most of yeah. us yeah. um so what else are you doing that takes you out of permitted development because that really I, is that is within permitted development yeah so i don't actually like yeah i only i'm kind of just realizing that i don't really need to um i would have potent I, I potentially would have but um w when when i went through everything with him i've realizing more and more what i want to do is in permitted development rights um but i guess i've kind of mostly paid for his advice really and um uh, if i do get the permission then it would just be there i guess just add an extra value because he was saying that um you know if if it has four bedrooms and um a family comes in that is you know five of them or six of them if they have the plans there to extend it kind of helps me as well um but the more the more um the other avocations that outside um permitted development have like um or have a side story extension 
um, that I think that was in the second plan and the third plan has a side story extension with both floors and it has a rear extension into the garden. But yeah, wow. I, don't, I don't think I'll be doing anything um, outside permit development. Wow. But even then, do you know what? It's, it just sounds so exciting. And in my head, I'm always <laughs> yeah. painting a picture of what you're doing and, you know, the pagoda and the paving and it all yeah. just sounds really, really nice. And, yeah. and you know, I'm, I'm, you know, first of all, congratulations on getting your first, um, you know, property. You were yeah, told you, you weren't ready to do it. You went away, you knuckled down, you saved yeah. money, you changed jobs, you made it happen. And yeah. you know you are doing it right now. So now, one of the reasons why I'm doing this, this particular series of podcasts, is I want to get into the heads of people who are just starting out. Yeah. Who've not been doing it for that long, to see what things they love about our industry, what things they hate about our industry, and <laughs> also to give them the opportunity to shout out to people who might listen to this you know, for any help or advice or, you know, whatever, that they might want to actually, you know, kind of like just get for themselves. So yeah. let's start out with, let's start with the hates, then we'll go to the loves, and then we'll go to what, you know, you know the kind of people that you might want to actually contact you. Now, yeah. I wasn't able to find an email address for you. So do you want to share that? How can people contact you if they want to kind yeah. of like, you know, make contact? How do they do that? Oh yeah, it's just uh Mr V Nelson at hotmail dot com. Uh, I'll put it in the chat, but yeah, it's Mr V Nelson at hotmail.com. Okay, okay, fine. If you can put it in the chat, that would be great. And then Mary's actually asked yeah. a question. She said, "How are you, you know, going to do all the changes? Are you are you using bridging? So how are you financing all of this?" Ah uh, yeah, so this is a big thing. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I think I'm gonna get a loan. Yeah, um, I, uh, I think I'll get a bank loan, um, and I'm gonna try and do as much as I can myself. I think I'm quite handy. Um, when I put my mind to it, but I'm so I'm I'm assessing what. Um, for me, it's all about the standards. So I'm assessing what can be done to a good standard, and what I can't do to a good standard you know because some things are kind of you don't need that much experience to do so I think I think carpeting and if it's like a square room I'll do it um, you know the painting um, I want to try tiling I'm a, I'm a bit unsure maybe I'll do a small course for tiling um, but yeah I won't touch electrics um, so yeah I'm, I'm assessing what I'm going to do so I'm going to try and do as much as I can as possible and get a load and just and just factor in um, or the interest I have to pay um, in my calculations. Do you know, from what you've been saying, I, I, I was like thinking to myself, tiling, do you know, because the, the things that actually sell or rent a property, in my estimation, in my view, yeah, they're the bathrooms, they're the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. So they're tiling, the areas yeah. where tiling is key. But yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. do you know what, the landscaping you can get you can you know i know that you know it is an area of expertise so i'm not dissing any landscapers no yeah. what i'm saying is you know landscaping is you know, something that people can do and it you know it, it 
it won't matter so much if it's not perfect because in, well, in fact yeah. the the more perfect your outside is the more unnatural it looks yeah you really right. want okay okay yeah. yeah so you know if if you're going to be dabbling anywhere you know my 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 views would be do it outside you know maybe get right, a paintbrush okay. you know paint some stuff all of that yeah. kind of even even with painting inside you've got to be careful but if you're yeah. outside and you're you're painting like you know part of the wall or the fence all of that you can definitely do yourself um yeah, okay but if you're inside and you're not using one color all the way through again i think you'd need an expert you'd need a professional to actually do that for you um yeah. so you know so again don't don't kind of like um don't be penny wise and pound foolish if i can yeah. say that i, I grew yeah. up with my father saying that to me all the time don't be penny wise and pound foolish don't be penny wise. so it, 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 it it's like it's like a broken record just going through my head sometimes yeah. you have to spend to yeah. get and and yeah i hear you you want to kind of like keep to budget you want to you know make sure that you're not losing money and that you are actually going to be making money from this but yeah. don't 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 try to go for false economies because yeah, yeah. you might end up it might end up costing you even more in the future yeah. but it just yeah, sounds definitely. it sounds really really great so so possibly a side extension all the way up and a rear yeah. extension as well wow yeah i don't it's it would be out of my budget i think i think if i um i think the rear extension the, the garden's already small if it wasn't small i would um um i would i would have considered it but um yeah i think just to design the garden um the rear extension i would have considered if i had the money but i think already with everything else going on it would be too much um but yeah side extension would allow it to be like open plan which Right. Okay. Okay. Because again, the last time I got a quote for a loft extension, and that would have been a bedroom, possibly two tiny bedrooms and an ensuite or a bathroom. So kind of like three areas, really, really yeah. pokey if we'd gone for all three. And it was, I think, £62,000 to shell. Right. Um, okay. I, know, I think you can get them cheaper. You can definitely get them cheaper. Um, yeah. But, you know, that 62 to Shell was such a shock. Um, we wow. actually decided that we weren't going to do it. <laughs> it was, wow. it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, again, you know, maybe start to get quotes of the things that you think you are going to do. Yeah. Um, because then that, again, will help you decide which way you're going to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think in, a, in another room of you, you mentioned uh, getting a schedule of works done. So that's something I really when I get done, when I get to, when I know exactly what I'm doing, then that's going to be the next thing, um, the schedule of, of works. Okay, but then this, like, like if you're going to do that, who's going to do it for you? Um, yeah, so this, I need to figure that out exactly. Um, I was kind of asking the architect I've been working with how best to get it done, but um, we haven't really talked in depth about it yet, so I need to figure out yeah how that's going to get done exactly because it has to be done by someone who actually knows what the processes are going to be 
because then they can say, you know, do this and this is what is required and that is what is required, blah, blah, blah. You know, next step, you know, do this, you know. It usually starts with, you know, remove all fittings and fixtures in the house and and dispose of one line, how much, you know, hire a skip, how much. But yeah, get someone who definitely knows, you know, what they're doing. The architect would be a good person because they're actually designing it for you. So they should know all the different steps and stages that are going to be involved in in your plan. So it sounds great. So tell me what... If you had a magic wand, what would you change in, like, you know, the property industry? Because you've not told us what you hate. You've not said that at all. Um, so uh, if you had yeah. a magic wand, I'm asking in a slightly different way, what would you change? Well, yeah, there's something I kind of dislike, but I, I probably wouldn't change it. And that's, this, and that's the fact that there's so many ways to do things in property. It can get a bit too much and especially I can be indecisive at times because <laughs> and that doesn't help um yeah but I wouldn't change it because obviously it gives you more options um you know different people want to do different things um like for instance when you when it comes to buying you know you can go for an agent you can try and get a motivated seller you could you know contact them knock doors you could do leafleting um and all sorts and then you can yeah in in terms of actually buying you could do a purchase lease you could do uh the option lease you could there's there's so many things you you could do and that's just only coming up to buying and then and then once you have the property you can do sa you could do hmo you can buy and sell um it goes on and on so you find yourself like you could just jump from from this thing to that thing or um you just kind of basically it's hard to make a decision so i think that's what i've struggled with a bit um but yeah i'm kind of focusing on 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 a flip certain areas now yeah yeah (laughs) okay you know flips are good and the thing with flips as well is you know exactly where you are within a short space of time you know you're either going to make money break even or lose money but you know that will be the end of it you've sold it you're done yeah you know everything's good um so you know if that's what you're looking at that again that's not bad you know it's you know it's good to i think choose something that you're comfortable with that maybe you can add something to and and you know just kind of like you know get comfortable there before you kind of like move on is what yeah. I would say, yeah. um, because, you know, in fact, I, in, in another room this morning, we, you know, somebody said, you know, I don't want to be a busy fool. And it just, re- it, and it's so true. There's no point in doing stuff just for the sake of doing it. Yeah. You're going to be doing it for a reason, you know, yeah. pleasure, money or both. Um, yeah. So, um yeah, just know what you want to do. You know, what everybody else is doing, the number of things out there does not matter. What matters is the things that appeal to you. Because not everything is going to appeal to you. Yeah. So, you know, and if you've decided that, you know, you're going to be flipping, amazing. So yeah. that means you're not going to be looking at places that have been done up. And if I yeah. may just give you some advice, when you're doing your works, make sure that you um, don't forget about the EPC. 
because you never yeah. know. It may well be that a yeah. landlord will want to buy your property from you. And if it's not at an EPCC, whether or not that becomes law or not, it's yeah. going to put a landlord off, because, yeah. especially if it's just been done up. So that, so that is one thing that I would say, you know, maybe, you know, bear that in mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, OK, so there's nothing that yeah. you really hate. Well, one thing I do kind of hate, actually, is you don't have to do this, though. But yeah, for me, um, yeah, I moved into the property and the property is in a state and uh, I'm not I'm not a person that can really take that. And yeah, that's been hard. <laughs> That's been hard, but it was the only way to really do it. Um, yeah, can't be paying rent and mortgage at the same time. I haven't got that kind of money. Um, but it's a it's a learning process as well because yeah, I, I I went I went really hard with like the cleaning. So there's just days of just cleaning the whole day, um, and even still, it's probably not where I want it to be. But um, yeah, it's, it's still okay. But I think next time I would get cleaners they're not actually that expensive and I'll probably be in um, getting a better state before actually moving in um yeah you know it's all about the learning process isn't it really because um yeah you know and now that you've moved into your own place you, uh, but you see the thing is when you finish that place it will give you another layer of satisfaction that yeah. you that um, you actually cleaned you know the property when you moved into it yeah, i think that is yeah. really important and i think i think that's good yeah you know, i've i've cleaned properties before okay fine i haven't moved into them but i have cleaned yeah. them i've I've, <laughs> yeah. I've 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 knocked walls down i've burnt like you know old like laugh um because there was so much of it i wasn't going to pay for it to be you know tipped away i just got one of those like um um chimney at bins and i burnt yeah. it all in there and uh, um right. and and do you know what? it was so I, I found i found it so like therapeutic i yeah. thought yes this is my sweat going into my place um, <laughs> sweat <laughs> crazy but yeah um okay so okay so they're not really hate so it, it means that our industry might not be as bad as people say it is okay so what yeah. are the things that you maybe love about the property industry um uh, i think it's a bit early for me to say at the moment because i think like um i've always been quite creative um especially in the, the past um like i was always like did art it was one of my strongest subjects i love to draw i was quite good at drawing and stuff and um haven't been able to get into that that side of it yet and and obviously the actual um uh the actual like you know refurb the, the changes and having an influence on the changes that happen and seeing my like you know ideas come to life i think i like that side but haven't been able to get into that yet um one one thing I do like is um, fixing problems. I've had to fix a lot of little things. Like I had a leak. I never done any planning, plan, um, like plumbing or anything like that before. Um, and I and I, you know, fixed that. Um, I changed some like light um, fixtures 
never done that before. There's been a bunch of things that I've done and I've and I've yeah, I've I've fixed things and it's nice actually it's like solve something. I, I'm a I'm a programmer at the moment, so like solving problems is it's kind of a big thing, like what I do every day and and property has just been an extension of that. And so far there hasn't been um, any problems I've really not been able to sort out. And obviously, yeah, wow. just, and that could be that could also include just calling the right person to fix the problem as well. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. yes. <laughs> but the thing is, if you're yeah. handy and they are, you know, simple things that you can do, like you know, yeah. maybe like changing the washer on, you know, a tap or you know something. If you can, fine. Yeah. Somebody like me would not be able to, and water scares me just as much as like electricity <laughs> and gas do. I just think yeah. you know, these are things that can cause you know so many problems. Um, yeah. You know, best to get somebody who knows what they're doing. In fact, you know, funnily, and I will share this. You know, I don't mind. Um, I'm I'm usually quite straight. You know, quite open about things. You know, like this. So anyway, a tenant yeah. of mine rang me yesterday, and he goes, "Kisha, I haven't got any hot water. The boiler stopped working." Now, I know him to be not very hands-on. So I thought, okay, not a problem. Um, I'll, I'll pop over, I said. So he said, oh, um, you know, I've had a cold shower. I didn't mind. But I just thought I'd let you know. I went, okay, don't worry about it. I'll pop over. So I popped over. And I, no, so first of all, I was trying to troubleshoot with him. I said, is it the water thing? Is it an F22? Oh, no, it doesn't say F22. It just says F. Okay, no problems. I thought. I'll go and see. So I went there and it was F22. So an F would flash and then a 22 would flash. Anyway, <laughs> I, I then, so there were three taps in the place where it was that I could actually fill this boiler up because the, the filling loop wasn't immediately under the boiler. It was in a cupboard away away from the boiler. So anyway, um, so there I am doing this. So I filled the boiler and it started working again. But in the process of filling the boiler, I turned off the cold water. <laughs> so this morning, <laughs> he, he messages me, oh, Tisha, I'm so sorry to, to bother you, but there's no cold water and the toilet's not filling up. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what have I done? And then I thought, do you know what? I twisted all the taps in this cupboard I've mostly turned off the cold water. So, you know, things, unless it's dead yeah. simple, I don't go near it because yeah. otherwise I'll do something like <laughs> And this was literally just turning taps and I still got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I've found YouTube is actually amazing. I've, I, everything really I've solved it hasn't really been me. It's been YouTube. So, yeah, you, you name it. Um, YouTube seems to have it all covered at the moment. But yeah, there's definitely it will come to a stage when there's some stuff that you need expert. But what I've learned as well is that because um, even like speaking to my mom about certain things, she's like, "Oh no, I'll call a professional," and I try it and I do it, and I think I would have wasted money. So it's for me, it's worked out. It's best to try it first, and then you really know if you can do it or not. Where whereas if you don't and you assume um you could just end up wasting money and sometimes hmm. i guess we need a bit of confidence in ourselves and youtube <laughs> and you know what you see i would have been exactly the opposite which is call someone to do it first watch them 
learn from what they're doing and then assess whether or not I can do it going forward as opposed yeah. to you know your way which again makes perfect sense but then do you know what I'm a bit of a wuss really when it comes to all these things <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've, I've probably I've probably um wouldn't really like peering over someone's shoulder but I think it's a good way to learn though it's a good way oh I'm forever peering over but do I do I (laughs) learn anything probably not I just get on people's nerves because I keep saying oh why are you doing this and why are you doing that and 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 and, you know what's the purpose of that what does that thing there do if it wasn't there what would happen my brain just starts coming up with all these questions when people are working and I bet they're thinking (laughs) just shut up and go away yeah. Um, but you know they don't. So anyway. have, have you have you ever like because um, I've been wondering. I, I would like to um, like work with a tradesman. Like, have you ever like um, got a tradesman to like let you help them so you could learn kind of thing? Um, is that a thing? Um, not for me because I've not really wanted to do any of that stuff. You wanted to, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I yeah. think that, yeah, there, there must be people out there that would definitely welcome. Um, yeah. Um, if it's like building works, I would be very, very um, picky about whom I, I, I went with. Because there was so, do you know what? My, my, my previous um, um, painter decorator now does extensions and loft extensions so if you went to kind of like you know shadow somebody like that i don't know how much you'd learn um but yeah he said to me one time when i when i rang him to say oh can you come and do some painting for me he goes oh i'm doing a a loft extension at the moment and i nearly fell off my chair (laughs) i very nearly did So clearly, he's been painting where other people have been doing the loft extensions, and then he's just decided that that's what he's going to be doing because there's more money there. You know, good for him. Um, So just be careful if you're going to be shadowing, you know, somebody really technical and make sure that, you know, they themselves have, you know, gone through, you know, the process of actually learning. Even if it's, you honestly, it's... the most simple things sometimes actually require you know the most patience and expertise yeah. and knowledge and you know people yeah. just think it's easy to do you know, yeah. you know if you think about a window frame that might need that might need painting somebody could go there and think oh do you know what? i'm not gonna, i'm not going I'm, I'm just going to do this myself and yeah. they will literally just get a can of paint and they'll paint over it oh it's yeah. going to look, look awful yeah. It's yeah. going to look so awful. And, you know, when you then meet people who know what they're doing and they sand it down and they fill it in and they sand it down again and they fill it in and they sand it down again. And then you see the finished product. You just think, yes, I know yeah. why you charge what you charge, because you are adding value to my product. So, you know, that yeah. is that is, you know, maybe you know but you're young and you and you you know you're you're very ambitious and you kind of like yeah. you know you know you're, you're using youtube how it was supposed to be how it was designed to be used which is like you <laughs> yeah. learn from it all the time so you know maybe maybe it's all you know a very good thing um so you know yeah. these these podcasts of i'm new to property i i you know i said 30 minutes because i didn't want anyone sort of like thinking oh my gosh what am i going to be talking about for you know for an hour or so but we've been here for i'm sure we've been talking for about 30 odd minutes 
um yeah. we had the you know the blip in the beginning um which i will you know cut out of the podcast itself um yeah. so um it's too early for you to say what you might love in terms of hate you don't really hate anything so i think you're already winning um yeah you are you know it, you know you you like the area that you're in you have a fair idea as to where you're going and do you know what also another reason why i wanted you know to do these podcasts is that you can then be an inspiration to somebody else yeah someone whom somebody might say to you're not ready you can't do it and it doesn't mean mean that you know if they say that you know they don't have your good interests at heart because that person could have said to you go and find me this money even though they didn't think that you'd be able to benefit from their mentorship so you know so you know th that can also be a good thing but what i'm trying yeah. to say is that you turned things around you got a new job you saved up money and you had a goal in mind. Do you know what? That is inspirational. And I hope that pe you know that at least one person who might listen to this will be inspired by that and will go out and yeah. do it and not just say, I can't do it. Oh, it's too hard. Oh, I don't have a deposit. Because yeah. people can turn things around. And you are an example of that. So thank you very much for coming on and sharing that. And um, and um, no, my pleasure. And, you know, I want to have more people like you because I just want to hear about what people are doing. And also, now, how uh, is there any help that you might need from people that you think might listen to this podcast, either on Clubhouse or when the podcast you know gets released? Now is the opportunity to shout out to them. What would you like from people? Um. Well, one is already um, in here, and it's you. <laughs> well, Ooh. I think I've seen your, I've, <laughs> I've seen your, um, uh, I've seen the photos of your properties, and I like, I like your quality and the fact that you focus on interior design. So yeah, that's kind of um, what what I want to do: focus on interior design and do good quality. Just so, so any, um, like any advice, if I could just you know message you. Uh, have any questions or I think you might have like mentorship and courses as well so I might have a look at those um, but yeah I like how you, you do business as well um, how you go about things so yeah it'll be good to like you know connect with you more um, I I think eventually I, I want to get into development so um, any developers that do m mentoring um, listen a lot to Gavin and he seems really good and I know um, a lot of you hold him in high regard as well um, so if he did any uh, like mentoring um, anything like that um, I'd really like to do that as well um, I don't know if fairly uh, fairly early on so I don't know um, if he takes on that people at this stage but um similarly even if i could just you know message him and ask him some questions as well um generally like when i like when i um uh was being mentored by jason it was kind of just like a, a call here and there like like um you know like maybe like once a week once every couple of weeks i don't really need much hand holding but it's good to just get the you know the advice when you need it um and yeah happy to you know Okay. 
because you are my guest, of course, with me, no problems. Yeah. And what I'll do, yeah, <laughs> Gavin, I, I highly respect him because he knows what he's doing. And do you know yeah. what? Also, Gavin doesn't have any ulterior motives. Yeah. He says it as it is. And, yeah. and what he says, he's sharing with people so that people can actually benefit from his own experience, which is why I hold him in, you know, the highest of esteems. Yeah. Um, so, and, and what I will do as well is I will, I will let him know, I'll message him and say That'd that you'd, you'd, you'd like to connect with him. So, yeah. you know, this is what this podcast is all about. So you and I are talking right now. That is what I can do for you. And other people yeah. who might listen to it, you know, again, please repeat your email address so that they can reach out to you if they've got any suggestions or any connections for you. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Mr. V Nelson at hotmail.com. Okay, so people, that is Mr. M R uh, V for Victor, Nelson N for nobody, E for, <laughs> e for Echo, L for Lima. <laughs> S for Sierra, O for Oscar, and N for nobody. Um, that is, yeah. you know, that is the email address at hotmail.com. That yeah. is the email address that you need in order to, to link up with Virgil. And Virgil, it's been my yeah. absolute pleasure to have you Thank on you. this uh, podcast. I honestly hope that the recording is, is clear you know because yeah. with these pod with these clubhouse things you know sometimes you know they, they can be a very it can differ. a bit of hit and miss but you know yeah. fingers crossed yeah yeah, yeah it'll be good oh, so one um, thing yeah. one thing i'd like to add um definitely we'd like to uh, get in touch with any tradesmen because <laughs> that's going to be the next step very soon so really people of all trades so um electricians plumbers and stuff and all the sites um and that that'll go to um but yeah if there's any any anyone listening as well um in the manchester area um yeah i'd like to get in touch as well fabulous i'm glad you didn't forget that because that is why you're on here to yeah. shout <laughs> out and say what you need and say what you'd like and have a wish list it may or may not be fulfilled but you know and also somebody might listen to this in a year's time or in five years time and they might want to link up with you and say how did it go yeah. so you know it's a massive opportunity really to just lay it all out <laughs> yeah yeah well thanks again for having me on no 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 really no no no, you are so, so welcome. Uh, you know, it's been a pleasure just talking to you and learning about what you're doing. And just, again, just, just you know, how you started, you know, what you're doing, how you're going about it. And, um, oh, yeah, just absolutely superb. So, you know, well done and, you know, good luck for the future. And like I said, tap me up anytime. No problem yeah. whatsoever. And I will, as soon as like, I end this room in a few seconds, I'll message Gavin to say that you will be contacting him and, yeah. you know, perhaps for him to also listen to this. And, um, yeah, and, yeah, that's all, that's all very good. So you have a great afternoon. And to everyone else in the room, thank you very much for spending your afternoon with us. 